Hey everybody, this is Ben Smith. So I want to tell you a story. I'm in the middle last week of a seven-figure, mid-seven-figure deal with a very well-known, popular streetwear brand. And I definitely think you know them, but I'm going to keep them unnamed for now. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there in one of those big, fancy conference rooms You know, the type with the chairs and the artwork. And we're trying to figure out, me and my colleague, we're sitting there and we're trying to figure out who has the power in the room. Is it the old tycoon who's sitting there? He's looking very old. He's probably, I'm guessing, 70, 72. Is it the young, smart son? Who's sitting next to him? Is it the powerful CFO? Is it the young, weird, strange person sitting there that I don't even really know what they're doing? Sometimes it's them. Who is it? And this reminds me, as I'm sitting there, that whatever goal you have, there's really three stages in mastering a complex skill. There is learning the skill, there's practicing the skill, and then there's understanding the skill. And I think so many people understand the first two, learning and practicing, but they forget about the understanding, and that takes time. You know, uh, there's a entrepreneur, a well-known entrepreneur I follow, and I feel like I read this a few weeks ago. He was mentioning his jujitsu teacher, and he said that he asked probably his hundredth question about jujitsu to his teacher. And the teacher turns around and says, and he puts his hand on his shoulder, and he says, Look, there are many, many questions in jujitsu, but there's only one answer, and that is training. And I think that people forget sometimes that the way you learn in these situations is simply training. That we can provide you all sorts of answers and I can tell you answers and we can all get wisdom from so many different people. But ultimately you have to go and you have to train and you have to do the jujitsu. So I'm sitting here in this room trying to figure out who is it, which one of these people has the decision-making power, who is ultimately the person I need to convince. Because I know they all have different styles, and I know that what works for one person may not work for another. So I'm sitting here, it's the beginning of the meeting, and I look around. And based on my learning and practicing and understanding I start looking for nonverbal cues. I start looking for who's turning their head and looking at who. How do they position their seats? Is one of them eating or drinking? Oftentimes that's a sign of power, right? Like you don't need permission to do that. Is one of them maybe the powerful CFO Maybe someone's doing a lot of talking, but in my experience, in my training, someone who's doing a lot of talking in a meeting generally is not the most powerful person in the room. 
generally they have an agenda and they're trying to look good for somebody else in the room. So here I am. I'm with my colleague. We need to get this deal done. I'm basically helping to represent my colleague. They're a startup and they're a young startup. They've raised a bunch of money, but they definitely need this deal to close. And, uh, you know, the meeting goes on and on. And I'm presenting and then I see it. I see the sign. And what I see is subtly everyone in the room is only taking notes when the old tycoon actually talks or says something. And that is when I know. That's when I know that the old tycoon is still the guy to impress. It's not the son. It's not the CFO. It's not the weird person in the room. It's the old tycoon. And so at that point, I shift. I try to draw the old tycoon and, and get them to talk to me so that I can better understand their intentions and what's important to him. And if I can do that well enough, then I know I'm going to get this deal. But it was a close call for a while because I truly thought that maybe it was the son. The son had all of the signs of power and decision-making and was doing the right stuff. But it was when I saw the note-taking that everything changed. So if you're out there and you're listening to Chance Bending and you listen to our interviews, I just want you to think about practice. And I want you to think about learning, practicing, and then understanding. I think it's so important. And some of the stuff we talk about in our interviews, it might seem really simple, but there's a beauty in that simplicity. And there's really a level of understanding that goes into some of these interviews where someone might say, yeah, I decided that I needed to make phone calls and emails and I needed to, to reach out. But I listen carefully for those moments because it's those simple ideas that really provide to me at this point the most understanding. And that comes, of course, through all of the learning and practicing. So that's my story for today. In case you're wondering, I think the deal's about to close. We're very, very, very close. And I think that our understanding is what changed the complexion of the deal and got this deal, I think, to the finish line. So I'm going to give you an update in another podcast. But uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, I'll be coming to you. We are back to a regular schedule. So I'll be coming to you again soon, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. All right. Thank <laughs> you.